Hi there, I'm Nicolette Reed, and this is EIB Export News. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to EIB Export News. I'm your host, Nicolette, and today I'll be providing a news bulletin update on everything that's been happening with Russia in the Ukraine since our last EIB podcast. And if you've been watching the news, you can see there are a lot of critical updates. So we have a lot to cover today. Let's get into it. On March 3rd, 2022, the White House issued a fact sheet regarding the ongoing efforts of the U.S. to continue to target Russian oligarchs. The fact sheet detailed how the U.S., in coordination with allies and partners, is targeting additional Russian elites and family members who continue supporting President Putin despite his brutal invasion of the Ukraine. The U.S. is targeting Russian elite individuals, families, and Russia's largest companies, who are responsible for providing resources to support Putin's invasion of the Ukraine. These individuals and their family members will be cut off from the U.S. financial system, their assets in the United States will be frozen, and their property will be blocked from use. The Department of Treasury will share financial intelligence and other evidence where appropriate with the Department of Justice to support criminal prosecution and seizures of assets. The U.S. expanded its sanction list to include Alisher Burhanovic Osmanov, one of Russia's wealthiest individuals and a close ally of Putin. His property will be blocked from use in the United States and by U.S. persons, including his superyacht, one of the world's largest, and just seized by our ally Germany, his private jet, one of Russia's largest privately owned aircraft. The U.S. also sanctioned Dmitry Peskov, who as Putin's spokesperson is a top purveyor of Putin's propaganda. The United States imposed visa restrictions on 19 oligarchs and 47 of their family members and close associates. President Biden said, We will continue to work with our allies and partners to hold accountable the Russian oligarchs and corrupt leaders who are profiting from this violent regime. The U.S. and governments all over the world will work to identify and freeze the assets Russian elites and their family members hold in our respective jurisdictions, their yachts, luxury apartments, money, and other ill-gotten gains. The U.S. has issued full blocking sanctions on an expansive new list of Russian elites and their family members who enable Putin. Now, please forgive me. I'm going to do the very best I can with these Russian names. So the list includes Nikolai Takarov, his wife Galina, daughter Maya, and his two luxury real estate companies. Boris Rottenberg, his wife Karina, and his sons Roman and Boris. Arkady Rottenberg, his sons Pavel and Igor, and daughter Lilia. Sergei Chemizov and his wife Yekaterina, his son Stanzilov, and stepdaughter Anastasia. Igor Shuvalov, his five companies, his wife Olga, his son Evgeny, and his company and jet, and his daughter Maria and her company. Yegini Prigozhin, his three companies, his wife Polina, his daughter Laibov, and his son Pavel. Dmitry Peskov, President Putin's press secretary, Alishor Uzmanov, as well as his super jet and his private aircraft jet, as we mentioned earlier. In addition, the Department of State announced a new visa restriction policy to restrict the issuance of visas on 19 oligarchs and 47 family members and close associates. Full blocking sanctions on disinformation targets. Treasury has designated seven Russian entities, SDN Strategic Culture Foundation and associated outlets Odna Rodina, Rhythm of Eurasia, and journal Camerton Southfront, SDN Inforos, 
New Eastern Outlook, Oriental Review, United World International, Geopolitical. In addition, Treasury will designate 26 Russia and Ukraine-based individuals who play central roles in these organizations, enabling the government of the Russian Federation's efforts to spread disinformation and influence perceptions as a part of their invasion of the Ukraine. These entities have spread false narratives that advance Russian strategic objectives and falsely justify the Kremlin's activity. After the fact sheet from the White House was released, the Bureau of Industry and Security Department of Commerce recently issued a final rule. In response to the Russian Federation's further invasion of the Ukraine, the Department of Commerce is adding new Russia license requirements and licensing policy to the Export Administration Regulations, EAR, to protect U.S. national security and foreign policy interests. These new Russia measures impose new Commerce Control List, CCL-based license requirements for Russia and two new Foreign Direct Product Rules, FDP rules, specific to Russia and Russian military end users, specify a license review policy of denial applicable to all of the license requirements being added in this rule with certain limited exceptions, significantly restrict the use of EAR license exceptions, expand on the existing Russia military end use and military end user control scope to all items subject to the EAR other than food and medicine designated EAR-99 or ECCN 5A992.C and 5D992.C, unless for Russian government end-users and Russian state-owned enterprises, SOES, transfer 45 Russian entities from the military end-user, MEU, list to the entity list, with an expanded license requirement of all items subject to the EAR, including foreign-produced items subject to the Russia MEU FDP rules, and add two new Russia entities and revise two Russia entities on the entity list. Lastly, this rule imposes comprehensive export, re-export, and transfer in-country restrictions for the so-called Donetsk People's Republic, DNR, and Luhansk People's Republics, LNR, covered regions of Ukraine, and makes conforming revisions to export, re-export, transfer, in-country restrictions for the Crimea region of Ukraine provision. Our EIB take on the situation is as follows. Since these announcements and actions, we now have an even stricter exporting environment in Russia. Mazurk, the shipping company, cannot get paid and has pulled out of Russia. Aeroflot is not allowed to fly into U.S. or European aerospace. And perhaps the most surprising news is that Switzerland, who has always remained neutral, has joined in the sanctions. The Europeans are taking the lead on some of this. As I mentioned earlier, the U.S. along with the Europeans are intending to seize Russian oligarchs' yachts and other luxury items located in the West. Apple and Harley-Davidson and a whole host of other U.S. companies have stopped doing even EAR-99 business with Russia. The Central Bank of Russia has long lines at the ATM machines. The ruble has plummeted to a value of less than one cent on the global market. And the Russian bank has already fallen and the Russian stock market stopped trading for two days already. An EIB customer of ours advised that UPS and FedEx have stopped deliveries to Russia. We have not independently verified this yet. Companies are asking us every day if they can continue to trade with Russia. We're being bombarded by phone calls and emails from very concerned customers and clients. Effectively, there is trade available for certain EAR-99 items if you can get paid and if you can obtain a comprehensive end-user, end-use statement and verify that the end-user, 
not the distributor, but the end user, is not a newly added Russian entity or on any denied parties list, or that the end use is not military or not destined for oil or gas development, exploration, or production. If nothing else, there is an apparent unofficial pause in exports to Russia. We will continue to keep you posted and feel free to ask about specific Russian exports. A license is required to Russia for anything with an ECCN that begins with a three, four, five, six, seven, eight, or nine. That is a lot of items on the CCL. There is an overall presumption of denial for many things unless you can prove it is a humanitarian aid item or humanitarian lives are at stake. If you have any questions or concerns about what you may import or export, feel free to reach out to us at Evolutions in Business, 978-256-0438 or www.eib.com. My name is Nicolette and I was your host. I look forward to seeing you every other week. Until then, remember, export compliance, it's the law. We make it simple. Thank you.